thinking about making a fresh start, finding your next job, and getting moving on something you've been thinking about for a while. Well, today I'll be sharing with you five ways to find your next job. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number 23 of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach, helping you to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work and how to build a great career along the way. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to get started looking for your next job. Most people probably don't start looking for alternative job options early enough. And for those that do get started, well, there's often not much strategy involved that doesn't involve looking on a job site or having a mooch around on LinkedIn. So I'm going to be talking about some simple and well thought out steps you can take to get you moving in the direction of a fresh start. or Looking at your options, because as I always say to my coaching clients, when you have options, a path to career happiness is much clearer. So I've got five things you can do to find a job you love. I'll also be discussing a news item, which is all about which jobs are most popular right now, and how that's different from what might be popular in the future as job automation becomes more prevalent. And as usual, I've got some helpful resources to share with you to help you in your career. And stick around until the end as I've got the inspirational call to action for you. So in a moment, we'll get on to career news. But first, I wanted to share with you a poem by poet Matt Kelly. Matt is a poet from Salford here in the UK, which for you overseas people is a city in the northwest of England, right next to Manchester. Matt has written lots of poems about social issues including homelessness and the um, the after effects of the COVID lockdown. In fact, the BBC enlisted actor Christopher Eccleston to read one of Matt's previous poems. So obviously making waves in the poetry world, which is great to see. And this poem is about hope and how the pandemic has revealed more of what matters to us. And maybe that's helped some people to understand what they want or don't want for their career. For many, it's certainly created space to reassess our values. It's also created a lot of burnout and huge challenges, especially for all those essential workers, whether NHS or delivered drivers or whatever it might be, that have helped to deal with the pandemic crisis. So let's give the poem a listen. I think you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to share the links afterwards so you can watch the um, the video and um, listen to the poem again. But um, Here it is, it's called Rainbows. This is the day we've been dreaming about. This is the moment that Boris said, do not go out. You must stay at home. When we shielded our loved ones in self-isolation and the two-metre rule was the talk of the nation. When we panicked for Lural and Lager and Pasta, as they stacked the shelves, we emptied them faster. Then we locked our front doors as we entered our cell, all of us frightened that this was our hell. But it wasn't a prison, 
We all got that wrong. We transformed in our chrysalis, mighty and strong. We drew rainbows, we FaceTimed, we read and we baked. We worked out with Joe Wicks until we were flaked. We swore to ourselves that when this was ended, we'd never use language like blocked or unfriended. For this was our chance to pause and reflect. We chose peace, we chose kindness and love and respect. We promised our friends we'd go for that drink, for we missed them too much when we felt on the brink. We're very, very thankful for everything you're doing. Then we got the all clear and we wept with delight. We emerged from our homes, such a beautiful sight. People like butterflies stretched out their wings. We gave thanks for the chance to enjoy little things. We give smiles to strangers like we do when it's Christmas. We hug more, we laugh more. We realize that this was our war, that our grandparents were not afraid of. The steel in their backbones is what we are made of. It's why we survived in the stars it was written. Now rainbows are painted in skies over Britain made by our children, their symbol of love, as the angels are smiling from high up above. So remember the pledges you made in your home when the world was on lockdown and we felt all alone. Be mindful, be peaceful, be kind all the way. Embrace every moment that this is the day. So that's a poem by the uh, poet Matt Kelly. And I think that's, uh, I really enjoy that poem and I hope you have as well. It's a celebration of the progress we have made following COVID and to all those people that did amazing work during that time. So um, yeah, have a look in the show notes and check out the video because that's definitely worth seeing as well. Great stuff. Let's move on to Bravo Korea News. So, first of all, I've got some of my own news, and that is that I've just published a new audiobook. The audiobook is called The Complete Guide to Career Success, Intentional Career Planning to Live Your Best Life at Work, and this has been described as a career handbook of our times. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm quite pleased about that, that um, that's now out there, and it's a guide to help you to decide if a new role could be right for you, how to build career resilience, how to explore your career options like a pro, and much, much more. I also share exercises and uh, in the audiobook that can help you to get started on the next step of your career journey. So I'll put the link in the show notes. It's actually hosted on a, um, on a uh, site called Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D, Scribd. And for those that don't know Scribd, this is a service that gives you instant access to ebooks, audiobooks, articles, podcasts, etc., all in one simple uh, subscription. But you can try it for free, 30 days. I'm not sponsored by Scribd by any means, but um, if you wanted to listen to my audiobook on there, then you could uh, you could try it for 30 days for free and listen to it. It's only an hour, but there's a lot of content that content in there. So um, I hope you do choose to have a look at that. Right. Okay. So on to the main news. So this week I saw in the news that uh, I've been looking at the most in-demand jobs in the UK right now. 
And in 2021, the 10 most in-demand jobs in the UK are, well, delivery driver, project manager, store manager, customer assistant, store assistant, software engineer, sales assistant, and customer service advisor. And it's interesting to look at that list in relation to job automation and the increasing use of AI. Because at least two of those roles, delivery driver and customer service advisor, would think demand in the future would go down as we see driverless vehicles on the roads in the near future and more chatbot type technology is used to replace customer assistant and customer service advisor type roles. So McKinsey and PwC in the UK have studied the impact on the uptake of automation across all industries. And they say that whilst as many as 47% of current jobs contain tasks that may be automatable, it's estimated that less than 5% of jobs will be fully automatable by 2030. According to McKinsey, there will be a shift towards technological skills, the 55% increase, social and emotional skills, 24% increase, and higher cognitive skills, 8%. Adaptability in the development of new skills will be key to take advantage of the development of automation. So when we reflect on the march of automation and AI and new technology, I think there's definitely an opportunity for us all to learn new skills and move into new and different industries. And in fact, there's never been a better time to be a learner and develop new skills. A person starting their career today can expect to have multiple careers over their working life, giving them a variety of new challenges. So what do you think? Are you worried about job automation? Let me know. Okay, let's get on with the main part of the show. So today I'm principally addressing the question, how do you find your next job? Managing your career is ultimately your responsibility, of course, and there's so much you can do yourself to keep your career on track with a bit of strategy. So here are five things you can do right now to find a job you love. So number one, get in the right mindset. You deserve to be in a job you love and one that will love you back. So why put up with a job you hate or even, for that matter, one that's mediocre? Life too short to compromise on your job choice. This mindset is where it all starts. Therefore, it's essential to believe that a better, more enjoyable opportunity is possible for you. If that's tough for you at first, consider that your thoughts and beliefs about what you can and you can't do in your career are simply a collection of thoughts you have accumulated over the years. So changing your thinking is a first step to changing your beliefs and your mindset. If you're not feeling it yet, don't worry. Let's create some movement and create a vehicle for that positive mindset to manifest. So let's go on to step two. Let's create a mini project. It's essential when looking at your career options to give yourself enough time to plan out what's next. Most people are passive when it comes to their next job. So you do this, for example, when we wait for somebody to mention a job you might like or are waiting for an email from your favorite job site. This passive approach reduces your odds of finding a job drastically. So instead, set time aside to research and find a job that will suit you and apply some strategic thinking. This together with consistent action and a dash of persistence is your ticket to success. It's also how you can, and this is step three, create some options. The reason why a passive 
approach to job search is not advised is that you're not in control of your options. You are simply reacting to what shows up. Instead, research the type of work you would love to do and research companies you would love to work for. Start to create options around what role you're interested in. Describe them and record them in a journal or career planner. Which organisation do you want to work in? And even what industries are attracting you right now? Once you've started to do this, you'll see that ideas and options start to manifest themselves. Contemplate these, rank them, rate and begin to get excited about what you can do next. So I want to reference here some earlier podcasts that you can um, look at and listen to, which will help you. So I want to reference episode nine, which is how to reconnect with the things you once loved doing. That's principally your interests. Episode 10, which is about motivated skills, how to determine them and why you should care. And also episode 12, which is about finding a job you love by using your work values. So if you haven't already listened to those, it might be worth listening to those as you do this work today. And if you have listened to them before and you can't remember the content, then maybe think about re-listening to them as well. In a few minutes, we'll look at the final two ways you can fall in love with your job again. But first, it's time for career resources. So one thing I've spotted this week is a very interesting website, which tells you how likely your job is to be automated. This is a Bloomberg site, and I'll put a link in the show notes. And I know there are quite a few different sites like this. The BBC has one very similar, actually. I don't think the BBC is quite as good because it's not as graphical in terms of the different parameters that you can see at a, at a glance. So I think this is actually uh, uh, better than the, the BBC option. The information is laid out in a way which is really helpful. So you can check by your occupation and also you can check by qualification level. And if your exact exact occupation isn't listed, you, you can see graphically similar roles uh, and jobs to the one you, you have. So you can see what the likelihood is of your job being automated. So have a look. It is definitely worth checking out. I, I don't think you should panic about it. I think it's worth knowing these things because you might be thinking, uh, of your future career. But we know that in the main, it's tasks that will be replaced by job autom- automation. Um, and only 5% of jobs will be replaced in the uh, next 20 years or so. So, But it is useful checking this information out. So have a look at the um, the Bloomberg website and the uh, the link will be in the show notes. So welcome back to part two. So in part one, we talked about the, the the three things you can do right now to find a job you'll love. And these were getting the right mindset. That's idea one. Secondly, create a mini project. And thirdly, create some options. So we're going to find and discuss the remaining two parts. And the fourth way is to refresh your connections. Once you've got some options, it's a good time to start talking to people about what you're interested in doing next. Your network can help you to identify opportunities beyond your horizons. So talk to them about your aspirations and what you want next in your career. 
This is useful for several reasons, but principally, sharing your options with close connections allows you to think through your options. Some options will seem more attractive as you describe them to others, and some will see less, seem less so. Secondly, your network can help you to talk to people in roles, organizations, industries that you seek to move into. And thirdly, with such a wide reach, your network can more easily spot opportunities that will suit you and the options you're looking at. Okay, that leads us on to the final point. Point five is get out there. Get out of your comfort zone is a must. You can't move forward in your career when you're standing still. So create some positive movement in your career by connecting with people that can help you, getting your CV and LinkedIn profile up to date, apply for jobs that closely match the options you identified, preparing like a pro for your interview and showing up and impressing at those interviews. There were times when your forward motion takes a knock or rejection for a job you wanted or when an important connection ghosts you, for example. But instead of feeling dejected, remember why you are seeking a job, new job in the first place and think about the excitement and sense of freedom you will have when you find that job you're seeking. That's why you need to keep going. So there you have it, the five things you need to know about career change. Hope that you found these words helpful and to recap, to find your next job. Number one, getting the right mindset. Two, create a mini project about looking for that job. Three, start to create options. Four, refresh your connections. And finally, get out there. Okay, and that just leaves the career takeaway. So your career takeaway, your call to action today, is to review these five tips and make a plan to get started today to find a job you will love. Key thing is to make a plan and take action to make that plan work. Okay, that's it. We've come to the end of another episode. Hope you enjoyed it today. And let me know what you thought of the episode. You can email me at mark at bravocoaching.co.uk. And you can find the show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a discovery call on my website. And have a look at my helpful resources on my, web, my website as well. They're, uh, they're all free, so have a look at those. If you haven't already subscribed, why not do that now? Uh, it's a free podcast and I've got lots of great content coming your way, so please do subscribe. Have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.